0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions, and by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is Auto Line Daily for January twenty fifth, 2011, and now the news. Six years ago General Motors hit quite a milestone In 2005, for the first time ever, GM sold more cars overseas than it did in the American market. And now GM has reached another milestone. Last year, GM sold more cars in China than it sold in the U.S. Specifically, 2.3 million vehicles in China versus 2.2 million in the U.S. And that is important. However, here's my AutoLine Insight. GM doesn't make nearly as much profit in China as it does in the U.S. The company does not break out its profits in China, and there's a good reason for that. There isn't much to report. In fact, in the third quarter of 2010, GM's North American operations made three and a half times more profit than the rest of GM's international operations, excluding Europe. I sure would love to see any of the major automakers report their revenue and profits from China, but so far, none of them are doing it. Speaking of China, it imported a record number of new vehicles last year. Gascou reports that China imported 650,000 vehicles in 2010, an increase of 80%. Interestingly, nearly 60% of those imports were SUVs, mostly luxury SUVs from Mercedes, BMW, and Lexus. Hello? That ought to be a wake-up call to the Detroit Three. They make more SUVs than anybody else. Not only should they be exporting them to China, they ought to introduce their full-size pickup trucks to Chinese consumers. Now that could be a game changer. And speaking of full-size pickup trucks, GM is adding a third shift at its truck plant in Flint, Michigan, and hiring 750 line workers to build more heavy-duty versions of the Chevrolet Silverado and GMC Sierra. Those are true work trucks, typically bought by contractors and construction workers. And that's another sign the U.S. economy is recovering. But in related news, Ford is going to close its truck assembly plant in Dearborn, Michigan for a week due to a shortage in engine parts. The Detroit Free Press reports the shortages are in electric motors and wiring harnesses, and the affected engines are Ford's 3.7-liter V6 and its 3.5-liter EcoBoost engine for pickups. Here's more AutoLine Insight. We are going to see a lot more of those part shortages as the year goes on. In fact, this is going to limit any increase in sales. You may have heard some analysts predict that the SAR rate will hit 15 million units by the end of the year? Uh Uh-uh, ain't gonna happen. The supplier industry cannot keep up. And remember, you only need one component missing to shut a plant down. And as long as we're talking about assembly plants, Ward's just published some very interesting numbers. The highest volume assembly complex in North America is Volkswagen's plant in Puebla, Mexico. It makes the Jetta, the Bora, and the Beetle and last year it made over 434,000 of them. Toyota's assembly complex in Georgetown, Kentucky, is the second largest in North America. It makes the Camry, the Avalon, and the Venza, and it made more than 371,000 of them. The third largest plant is Nissan's in Aguascalientes, Mexico. It makes the Sentra, Platina, Renault Clio, and the Versa slash Tilda. Last year, it made over 334,000. Coming up next, I'll take you for some track time in what they're calling the 392 version of the Dodge Challenger. Reducing exhaust emissions. Aerofide diesel particulate filters. High filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. Dow.aerofide.com I recently got a chance to take a Dodge 392 Challenger out for some laps at Sears Point Raceway in California. The 392 is part of the SRT8 package on the Challenger. Dodge just kicked it up a notch by dropping in a 6.4 liter Hemi V8. And that's bigger than the 6.1 liter that used to be in this car. And they're calling it the 392 because that's the cubic inch displacement. Here's what I found during my test drive. So we're pulling out of the pits at Sears Point or Infineon Raceway as they would have you call it as well. Got to hold to a 25 mile an hour speed limit. That's what they've got us to right now. But now once we're out of the pits, can really nail it. If you're familiar with the track, here we go, up the hill. They've got cones for us too. Tuck in tight, going up the hill. Can't see over the crest, but just clip the apex. Let this car drift to the outside. And as we barrel over this crest, my braking points, three, two, one, nose dive, down deep, now up the hill again, taking in tight, clipping the apex and letting this thing drift wide out into a short straight downhill now. This is the NASCAR setup, so if you're familiar with how the NASCAR guys drive on this track, you know what this is about. Again, clip the apex, drift to the outside, foot to the floor, letting this engine rev up. Braking points too, coming down into the yeses, getting ready, real tight here, hold it in tight. Now I let it drift out, this car is really good, very precise steering, I love the way the brakes work on this thing too. Through the yeses, left, right, funnel down inside again, to the left, tire squealing, letting this thing drift, now we go wide, let it go all the way out, foot down to the floor. Let it drift wide a little bit and start to tuck it in, bring it in, car shuddering, we're leaving the other guys in our in our wake way behind us, again clipping it in tight, letting it drift wide, and that's what a lap at Sears Point in the Dodge Challenger 392 is all about. Let me tell you, driving that car on the track felt a lot faster than what the video captured. The 392 packs 90 more foot-pounds of torque than the prior engine. All told, the engine bangs out 470 horsepower and 470 pound-feet of torque. You know, maybe they should have called it the 470. Hey, if you live in the Washington, D.C. area and are interested in going to the Washington Auto Show, we have got free tickets to hand out. Let us know if you want any by dropping us an email address to viewermail at autolinedetroit.com. TV. We've got lots to give away, so don't be shy. But that brings us to the end of today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.